0: Listening to You Better You Bet, live from Radio Row, getting you ready for the big game with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley.
2: Bring it up, Jake. It's, uh, it's the know. power
0: hour. This is what we get to do on this show, by <laughs> the way. We just lay out for 90 <laughs> seconds at a time. And, it's, and it's, they give us money anyway. It's, it's really funny. Part of yeah. the of
2: the show. Yeah. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, Ariel Epstein, and you. And you. All right. Uh, final hour here on the Thursday Radio Row. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Coming up in 20 minutes. My pal Damon Amendolara from Sirius XM Mad Dog Sports Radio going to stop by. Can't wait to welcome DA to the show. 40 minutes from now, we will have the first segment of the show where Ken and I will have to speak without a guest. I'm not looking which, forward to Which we're trying to, to solve
0: as fast as possible. Yes, like, Anybody.
2: Having a guest on for 90% and then here are our bets for tonight. See you tomorrow. Latest suckers. suckers. But, uh But joining us right now to kick off the Power Hour, it is awesome to welcome to the show. We are... I guess we're not re- we're not related, but we're
0: both royals. separate kingdoms. Except, that's what I've been saying. Except yeah. I
2: will say Ariel is much smarter than me because she has actually trademarked the Prop Queen, whereas I am an idiot. I let Odyssey, our parent company, yep. who I love, also. I
0: well, like how uh, you said you're the idiot. Also, right. they trademarked
2: so. Wagertainment behind my back. Yeah, I have yet. Where are at tra- home for that? By the I way, I have yeah. yet to trademark Prop King. Ariel recently trademarked Prop Queen, which was a very savvy business decision yeah. by one of our favorite people in the space. Now, I have Ariel's bio up on Twitter because there's, she has a lot of stuff. I want to make sure <laughs> yeah. I get all of it. Uh, sports betting host in the Adalyst for our friends at Fanatics, MLB Network, NBA TV. She's absolutely killing it right now on Twitter, at Ariel Epstein. Prop Queen, welcome to the show. Nick and Ken, how are you?
1: Prop King, Ken. <laughs>
0: <Right, yes. laughs> kind of weird to say that back to back.
1: You know, I thought after entertainment that Costos would have figured out that he should be trademarking his creative ability, but maybe, maybe soon.
0: What, uh, what made you, what made you want to go with that nickname? How did it start?
1: Honestly, it started because I mean, Fasano knows he was my producer at sports grid at sports grid. I started out in sports betting. I didn't know sports gambling, like from a sharp perspective, I was an average Joe and I didn't want to sound like an idiot when I went on all these radio stations with Vegas people. It wasn't so big for us on the East coast yet. I just said, you know, props are kind of that gateway from fantasy into the gambling sure. world. I went the prop route, which no one except Nick was really doing. Like, it was me and Nick as the two people that were being asked to go on these shows and talk about props. As I kept doing it, people were like, oh, the prop queen, because I was hitting bets. I was doing well. I was one of the few people in it. It wasn't me. I did not do prop queen. I <laughs> hated it. Did you really hate it? Hated. But why? Because it's so corny and cheesy. Yeah, see, you yes, hear that? Yeah, like, so is everything. And Misano <laughs> yeah. was one of the first people that said, no, we're branding you as Prop Queen because if people are calling you that. God, yeah, where's, show... your, where's your good idea for us, Alex? Uh, God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I gave Ariel like a million dollar idea. And he was like, you have to go with it. My broadcast coach, Joe Montgomery, she says, you have a brand, you have to run with it. Yeah. My parents, you true. have a brand, you have to run with it. My dad, he's an attorney. He's the one that in the last year trademarked prop. Oh, she so had some help here too. Yeah, right? he knows yeah. someone. You know, you gotta know a guy. He knows a guy. Can I can I can I meet can I meet him or yeah, I, I think I need some help. I he's trapping the help ball Kelly right now. Awesome. Yeah. Was he the
0: one that was like, You need to trademark this? Yes. Like he was that voice. Oh okay. yeah,
1: of course, because he saw other people trying to take it. And honestly, I should have known after the wagertainment stuff right. that I should have
2: done this. Amazing. I'm such a wager mor-
0: gate. Yes, right the moral of
2: the story is Nick Costos, comma moron, which is what <laughs> I'm totally comfortable with. Um, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I don't know when the first time I did a spot with you is when you were on Sports Grid. Maybe Hasn't it was. Been. To pandemic maybe like That's 2020 open. right um your glow up and your kind of rise in the space has been meteoric like and i mean that sincerely Aww. it's been awesome to watch kind of like tell the people like how how you got to where you're at right now because i don't know if it's a like humble like you and alex work together yeah. like not necessarily humble, like, like yeah. humble beginnings but like you went from someone in the space, and it's a really crowded space, right? And yeah. you've kind of carved out this area for you where you are immediately recognizable. Not many people can say that they did that.
1: Oh, thank you. That
0: was a good buildup, right? It that was, was pretty a really good, yeah. good
1: Now I feel like I'm. He's talking good at to...
0: that. That's an area of expertise for him. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so. Some
1: of these athletes I've spoken to today, I built them up like yeah. Super Bowl champ, and then you're on the other me. foot
0: here. Yeah. So.
1: so I would say after I left local news in 2019, and I was completely unemployed, didn't know what to do. I was actually brought to CBS Sports HQ to do an audition. They had me read a money line off a graphic. And I was like, hmm, sports betting, no one's really doing that yet. I found SportsGrid through a friend of a friend on Twitter. I saw them post about it. To be honest, the website was a little sketchy at the time. But I knew someone who worked there, so I knew that I wasn't going to get murdered by going on <laughs> an interview.
0: <laughs> always want to have that be a I slid into assurance. The DM. Yes,
1: no, no murder is yes, always possible. I have a strict no murder I mean, policy. And it's in New York, so like in New York City, you don't know exactly where you're going. But I slid into the DMs of one of the, of the president of the company. I said, you don't have any females at this company. They said, come in on an audition. It's a strong, strong hope, Which is like,
0: that's a really good thing to say when you want the job at the company. I (laughs) have to be honest, yeah.
1: Of course, unfortunately I wasn't following the um, brightest females that were brought in there. Like they only spoke about like the weather. They didn't know sports. They just brought them on like, but they were, so they were hesitant and I was really like, they were like, okay, we're going to see if she knows her stuff course I did. I was so prepped, like ready to go. So I was doing shows on SportsGrid and to make a long story short, during the pandemic, there wasn't anyone on air. And I give SportsGrid a ton of credit because within the week of the pandemic hitting, we learned how to make a home studio. I had a webcam ready to go. I had lights. I had a green screen. It looked good,
2: if I remember correctly, yep. also.
1: It, it was two weeks was in. Was that Fasano? Yep. That, that... Well, he didn't come up with the idea, but he was helping. <laughs> right. He wasn't. I got Joe Ranieri. That was the, the mastermind behind it all. But we were Fasano was with us. We were the only ones really on air. I was putting together a three-hour show, pre-recorded, because we couldn't go live yet from home. And I was editing the show, producing the show, hosting the show. We had to manually put graphics in. It wasn't live takes. It was a 17 hour day for months and eventually it all paid off because we were the only ones on air and we had other sports books so i guess i won't mention here other sports books <laughs> sponsored our show and we got picked up by msg network and sirius xm and everything started to really take off
0: how much uh how much pressure do you feel like In the super bowl when you're called the prop queen and people want to know what your props are, because like
1: i gotta tell you like i don't i don't care at all right i don't care anymore i cared a lot more a few years ago because people you know you want to build your reputation yeah now i just tell people you guys all think because the super bowl is all made for props that we're supposed to be great at it i said no, no no you know when it props are great the regular season, sure. when there's 15 games on the board that you could go find the edge with, let's say it's NBA season, the Detroit Pistons. I was, and now he's a Nick, Bojan Bogdanovic, over 21 and a half points. I love that. I'll watch a Pistons game for it. So it's those little markets that make sports betting in the props world a lot more like, it's a, you got more of an edge there instead of the Super Bowl. Well, like,
0: only two teams. I mean, you're talking about NBA. There's a million teams going on, a million markets, right. only two teams playing. Any
1: playoff, any playoff run, any Super Bowl, any championship, it is so hard to find the edge because obviously the sports books are zoned in on that one game. Now, that's why I tell people to go bet the unconventional markets or you find some unders, but that's why um, the Super Bowl is definitely hard. Are, and now that you're established, who cares?
2: Are you still working with, with Jill on, like, a regular basis? Montgomery? Yeah. yeah. I only ask that because, like, your cadence is awesome with, like, the oh. way, like, you're ending. Like, it's like you want to find the props. And, like, you but it's it. You're, you're, you're excellence. <laughs> like, as a broadcaster, like, you're you very, very, Nick very good. Nick doing the full breakdown here. Yeah. I'm just so, like, I'm right. just, this is my, I'm, I'm being right. honest. Like, she's mm-hmm. excellence. You better, you better hear with Nick and Ken live from Radio Row. The prop queen, Ariel Epstein, is our guest on Twitter at Ariel Epstein. Okay. So, Yeah. So, no ever, pressure, also. Ever, right. yes, that's yeah. exactly where <laughs> what I am going on. So, right. no pressure, also. What's the lock prop coming up for Super Bowl? Oh, if like, yeah,
1: you're giving So, wait, funny, because you say lock. So, I actually asked Kelly in Vegas this the other day. We had her on the show earlier. Yeah. And
2: for people that don't know, Ariel and Kelly are very good friends. I would say BFF, but yeah. then that makes me like
1: I'm extremely. <laughs> yeah.
0: You said flex earlier to Brandon yeah, Marshall, I'm just, who I'm has a ex- Super Bowl ring. I'm extremely uncool. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, we are very, very close. And I told her the other day, I said, Kelly, which L-O word do you hate more, love or lock? And she couldn't answer. She just completely avoided. I said, Well, that actually makes sense. Well, one um, exists and one doesn't. No. So Yeah, yeah that's, that's very yeah. true. Um, so I would say that the one, I'm trying to like switch up which props i give out because i feel if you say this is my lock to every single show it's definitely a lock. you to owe us the best we, we yeah. need the best of the best here. and if
0: you're between a couple we'll take both
1: <laughs> okay um Justin. and if you have four we'll take four i'll,
0: or seven, I'll give seven. you i'll
1: give you a lot of them yeah. justin watson over 12 and a half yards for his longest reception okay he averages just over 17 yards per longest catch on the road this year which is it is up from his season average whereas all the other chiefs receivers they're longest reception is it like decreases on the road off their season average so I like Justin Watson as a deep threat I'm actually going with the under on Brock Purdy pass attempts because if you look at the game that Mahomes lost in the Super Bowl it was to the Bucs and Tom Brady future Hall of Famer Tom Brady only had 29 pass attempts what do you do to beat Mahomes you have to run the football to keep the ball out of Mahomes hands that means Purdy giving the ball to either McCaffrey or even Debo Samuel I also like Debo Samuel over his rushing yards Shanahan his last playoff run his last Super Bowl run Shanahan it was with the 2020 Super Bowl against the Chiefs. He ran the football every single game with Debo and he rushed for over 30 yards and they were doing really well obviously there was no Christian McCaffrey in that situation. This is so much better. You have so much deception to throw at that Chiefs defense with two potential running backs? Absolutely. So Debo rushing yards would be the Debo prop. And then Mahomes over pass attempts would be the only other thing because if you're smart and you're the Niners, you make Mahomes throw. That was where this team has struggled all season. Yeah, they've been, like, you know, dumping the ball off and having these quick snaps, I mean, these quick throws and whatnot. That's how they beat my Ravens. But ultimately, Isaiah Pacheco just stop him and make Mahomes throw the football. And in two of his three Super Bowl runs, that's exactly what Mahomes was doing.
0: You think uh, you think Lamar Jackson's ever going to a Super Bowl? Yes. Next year? Yes. Why do, you th- why do you think that?
1: The Ravens...
2: Also, for people that don't know, Ariel, diehard fan of well, the yes, Baltimore Ravens. Oh, yeah, she my Ravens,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, because everyone here does not let me forget that I apparently am Steve Bishotti and own the team. The Ravens have been... On a, they've been on a positive trajectory, truthfully, because they've now added a really good wide receiver, receiver in Zay Flowers. They got one of the best linebackers in the league, Roquan Smith. I know that we lost our defensive coordinator. Zachary Orr will be fine. It didn't matter who Ray Lewis had as his DC, because when you're such an anchor and a leader like that, the way Roquan Smith is, they're going to be fine defensively. All the Ravens have to do, they really need a number one veteran wide receiver. If they had that in this game,
0: not Odell uh, Beckham, Odell Beckham wasn't the number one veteran wide receiver.
1: He could barely stay on the field. Yeah, yeah he was playing no, behind play. Babe right. and yeah. he barely could play on the he was barely there I for more for than two, two quarters. Said. I know. I'm <laughs> talking <laughs> Anquan <laughs> Bolden. Sure. I'm talking Anquan Bolden. No pressure. Better. Yeah, right. we need Anquan yeah. Bolden. Right. No, yeah,
0: no, no, let's go find yeah. him. He was
1: there. Um but I, I do think that inexperience played a huge role in that Ravens loss. Lamar said it too. It was my first AFC championship game. Zay Flowers, clearly rookie move by fumbling that football, thinking he was in the end zone. I didn't like the play calling, but I did love Todd Munkin all year. I knew it was the biggest game of the year. Todd Munkin made a lot of really good play calls, so much better than Greg Roman. This offense is going to be better in year two under Todd Munkin. I'm okay with what's happening. And Lamar Jackson got his bag, unlike last year, where the Ravens didn't even know if they were gonna have a quarterback.
0: Sure, shopped him a little yeah, bit. Uh, this
1: is a much better off season. What's what's the uh one to ten scale?
2: How much of that answer was uh was coping, be honest.
0: <laughs> it felt like you were trying to talk yourself into it as
1: you were telling us, to be
0: honest. Okay.
1: i am on am on a I'm on a eight in confidence for them
2: okay so only a two on the coping scale final question here about a minute to go you bet the nfl pretty heavily Mm -hmm. baseball pretty heavily Mm -hmm. the nba pretty heavily Mm -hmm. what's your favorite sport to bet and why baseball
1: I love it because everyone else hates it. So it's great. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: contrarianism, I guess. It's contrarian.
1: It's also because it's such a grind every day that I put the work into it every day. Strikeout props have been so profitable for me that I have this huge Excel spreadsheet with a friend of mine and we just go to town on this spreadsheet. So we keep track of every strikeout prop every day, every pitcher, every team that's faced it. It's wild. It's very successful. I love betting baseball each day. Uh,
2: promote everything you've got going on here. We have about thirty seconds to go.
1: Am I allowed to say the sports book I work? I, with? I did already. It's yeah, fine. Okay. It's fine. So, Fanatic Sportsbook, MLB Network, also NBA bet, TV. Oh, also everybody bet at BetMGM. Go ahead.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> Just who I represent. <laughs> yeah. Um. And MLB Network coming up this baseball season. NBA TV. I do a show called NBA Bet. I do that uh, a few times a month. So keep tuned.
0: You are uh you're killing it. Congratulations
1: yeah. on everything on all the success same keep so much, it up, guys.
0: The prop queen. Right. The, the courts have been reunited for and the like, first time. Like, well, yeah. To be fair,
2: like a- actual royal, I'm like Fugazi royalty. There's like actual royalty.
0: Is there a pro- if I search for prop prince and prop princess? you think that exists yet?
2: I hope not. It's got to be the next chapter. <laughs> that's got ch- to be, that's that's gotta be <laughs> the <laughs> next chapter, right? <laughs> that's that's like, the like, level I'm of inappropriate an angry vocal jokes from my wife, if <laughs> <laughs> that's the case for sure. Uh, <laughs> it's yours, <laughs> <laughs> so Ariel Epstein, joining us here on You Better You Bet. Great job by the prop queen, Ariel Epstein. That is, uh, that's awesome. I remember, like, and Alex, I guess, did you produce the show that I went on back in the day?
0: I had a man bond, right? Yeah, probably you were in your like Tom Cruise last Samurai phase. Yeah, at that it was while well, I was yeah. like pandemic,
2: and it's right. like, am I going to cut my hair? Like for what? <laughs> it's <laughs> like at that point, like I was like I was like living at like Does my it even girlfriend's, my even matter oh, house. It's yeah. like, what am I going to cut my hair? What for her? Like we we're already, it was right. in already. <laughs> like we're in. All right, uh, coming up next. Uh, Ariel goes on the show, I think like every week now, right? On Sirius XM, a Mad Dog Sports yeah. Radio, which is a, a great idea by them. Uh, Damon Amendola, a host of the DA show with my buddy Mike Babchick. DA is going to stop by here as we continue the Thursday show from Radio Row. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, you better you bet, on the BETQL Network. It rolls on right after this.